Welcome to the LDS Mental Health Podcast. This is a podcast for faithful women who want healing in their relationships, guidance from God, and internal peace. Each week, you'll hear mental health concepts taught through a spiritual lens from me, a licensed clinical mental health counselor, to help you start thinking in a higher and holier way. Welcome. On this episode, we will be discussing how your wandering mind might actually be a gift. Do you ever find yourself saying, I can't focus during scripture study. My mind just wanders too much. Like you're reading, your mind goes off somewhere in space, and you aren't even sure what you're even reading. This might also happen in prayer too. Like you're talking in your prayer, and then all of a sudden your mind starts to wander off on something completely unrelated, and you aren't even sure if you where you left off in your prayer. So you just quickly end your prayer or beat yourself up for not being able to focus. Do you relate with any of that? I know that this can be difficult because you want to be able to stay focused on the scriptures and you want to learn from them, or you want to really talk to God about something, or even maybe stop to listen to what God is telling you. And you just get quote unquote distracted. I know this happens to so many women because I'm often encouraging women to allow space for them to talk to God during their scripture study and prayer. But the response I usually get is that they can't do that because they get lost or too distracted. And while this might actually be factually happening, what is happening might actually be a gift and something that can help you receive better revelation. So hopefully by the end of this episode, you can have a perspective change about what a wandering mind actually is and how it can help you understand God better. I want to start off by sharing a story I found on Callie Black's blog. She is such an amazing scriptorian and does an amazing job of giving you context to your Come Follow Me scripture study reading. And if you haven't already checked out her resources, big picture, little picture, they are amazing. Um, Anyway, Callie uh, wrote an article on her blog back in 2021 called In Praise of Mind Wandering. And I want, I'll link the whole article in my show notes and her resources so you can find them. But I want to share a little snippet with you to help you get your mind shifted over to how your wandering mind might actually be a gift. So in this article, Callie said, letting your mind wander might be exactly what you need to make your scripture study better. Joseph F. Smith let his mind wander. He was reading the scriptures and then he got caught up in thinking about how God is, how good God is. He then started thinking about some other scriptures and decided to turn there and read them. Then he let his mind wander more on the topic. Then he received one of the greatest revelations of the 20th century. Isn't that amazing? That because he let his mind move from one topic to another that he was able to receive amazing revelation for our church. Actually, the scriptures are covered with examples of a wandering mind, and you might just not recognize it as that. So here's another example from Nephi. This is in 1 Nephi 11.1. He said, For it came to pass that I had desired to know the things that my father had seen, and believing that the Lord was able to make them known unto me, as I sat pondering in mine heart, I was caught away in the spirit of the Lord. 
yea, in an exceedingly high mountain, which I never had before seen and upon which I had never before set my foot. Okay, did you catch that? He sat pondering something in his heart with a desire and belief that the spirit would show him something. Then what happened? He was caught up in revelation and shown things that took him from one scene to the next. What do you think would have happened if Nephi was like, my dang brain never stays focused where I want it to. (laughs) And then he just closed out that vision and went on his way because it wasn't coming in the exact way he thought it should. Instead of getting critical about your thoughts and what you think should be happening, What if you get curious about those thoughts? Remember that the Holy Ghost is an influencer of your thoughts. The Holy Ghost needs thoughts in your mind to actually influence. Now, the definition of influence is to have an effect on or shape or guide something. So if you're trying to get your brain to have zero thoughts or force yourself to only think about what you think you should focus on, How can the Holy Ghost influence that? He can't. The Holy Ghost needs to have something to shape, guide, or have an effect on. Getting curious about your thoughts allows the Holy Ghost that liberty to continue to shape them rather than you, with your agency, shutting the Holy Ghost down. The key is to develop patience to allow the Spirit to influence And I want to talk more about that at the end of the podcast after after I cover a couple more things. The gift of the Holy Ghost is one of God's greatest gifts. God gave us that gift here on earth for a reason. And here's why. President Oak said that the ultimate knowledge, that ultimate knowledge comes by revelation. A study of the scriptures enables men and women to receive revelations. Because scripture reading put us in tune with the spirit of the Lord. So the ultimate knowledge we need to receive won't come by the exact words in the scriptures, but through revelation we receive from the Holy Ghost. Now, I want to share another story with you. I heard this story on the Follow Him podcast, and Dr. Allred was sharing this story about President Oaks. So in the interview, Dr. Allred is sharing a story he experienced on his mission where President Oaks was talking about receiving revelation in the scriptures. And I linked this whole episode in my show notes as well, if you want to uh, just go listen to it from him. But this is what he recounts about President Oaks saying to this group of missionaries. What do you do when you're reading the scriptures and you have zoned out and don't remember what you read? Oak said the scriptures are like a portal to the spirit or a medium to revelation. Instead of going back over the black and white words, why not go over the frames of your mind? What is it that you were actually thinking about? He then quoted President Oak saying later in a study manual, we have continuing revelation in our church because the scriptures do not have a specific answer to every possible question. We say the scriptures contain the answer to every question, because the scriptures can lead us to every answer. They, the scriptures, will put us in a position to obtain inspiration to answer any doctrinal or personal question. Whether or not that question directly concerns the subject we are studying in the scriptures, um, this is a grand truth not understood by many. 
Then Dr. Philip Allred goes on to share his thoughts on the subject. He said, in that thought process chain of your mind will include an invitation from the Holy Ghost to go on an errand of the Lord. You usually will have been thinking about someone in your life you can reach out to or a problem that you're working over. And now comes some inspiration about what to do. I love that he shares revelation comes in the frames of your mind and getting curious about those frames can actually be the answer to something you're seeking. Now, I want to make a clarification here because, you know, I'm a therapist, right? And I know there's a difference between a wandering mind and racing thoughts. So let's talk about the difference between your wandering mind and racing thoughts for a minute to clarify that, okay? A wandering mind is one that is receptive. It's calm and it's willing. Your wandering mind is like the scriptures talk about being caught up in a vision. Do you ever start thinking about something and you sort of start staring off into space and it's like you're scrolling through a movie or a bunch of different related scenes. You're thinking about one thing that reminds you of another and you start thinking about that topic for a bit until it reminds you of something else. There's sort of this ease to it, like a calmness or even a contentment. You might even shake your head when you realize what's happening and ask yourself, wow, how did I get clear over here? Those are the frames of thinking or the thought process chains that Dr. Alred was alluding to. That is a wandering mind. A wandering mind is influenced by the Holy Ghost. You are in your divine receiving state, allowing the Holy Ghost to influence your thoughts. Now let's talk about racing thoughts. These are anxiety provoking thoughts that create tension in your body. There's a hurry up nature to them. And I'm already behind or failing nature to them. They quickly bounce from one unrelated thing to another. There's no ease, no contentment, no calmness to these thoughts. You might even find yourself clenching your jaw, tightening your shoulders, or feeling your heart race. Racing thoughts are disconnected from the spirit and are influenced by the natural man's desires. Now, you might be wondering at this point, okay, I've actually felt both of those <laughs> during my scripture study. What do I do then? Just let my mind and anxious racing thoughts uh, go on and hope the spirit guides me to somewhere? And to that, I say absolutely not. <laughs> that is exactly why I teach mental health skills of calming your cluttered, chaotic thoughts. I teach women to tell when their thoughts are being influenced by the Holy Ghost and when they're being influenced by the natural man. I also teach mental health skills through a spiritual lens to rest the natural man so that you can have, a, have clear thoughts that can be influenced by the spirit. My recommendation would be to start working on skills that begin to quiet the loud nature of the natural man and allow the calm, still, small voice of the spirit to speak to you. Learning these mental health skills will help you enjoy the gift of your wandering mind. Now, these skills I are something that I cover in depth in my LDS Mental Health Skills membership. And it's not currently open, but um, when I do open it, I notify anybody on my wait list. So if you want to be notified 
of when that membership opens so that you can learn these skills to know the difference between the natural man and inspiration and be able to calm your cluttered, chaotic thoughts, then I will link the waitlist in my show notes so that you will be notified next time I open registration. All right. I hope you've enjoyed this month's topics of the uh, podcast where we've been talking about the power of your thoughts. If you've missed any of these episodes, please sure to go back and listen to those um, episodes and learn more about how your thoughts can be your asset or your block in your relationships with yourself, others, and God. And don't forget to hit subscribe or follow on whatever podcast app you're listening to so you don't miss out on any of the upcoming episodes for March. We're going to talk all about relationships. All right. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to the LDS mental health podcast. I hope you were able to find ways of healing guidance and peace. If you liked this episode, please share it with a friend who would love to start thinking in a higher and holier way as well, or hit that follow button. So you don't miss out on any episodes. Also check out the links in my show notes for other episodes you might like and links for other mental health resources on my website.